I have to start off by saying, like, what does Chicago mean to you? Now that the All-Star game is back here and it's rolling. Yeah, man, dive into it. What does what the does city mean to you? We we are the mecca of basketball. Oh, everybody's, wow. Yes, everybody say New York, Detroit, L.A., whatever. Chicago is the mecca of basketball, no question about it. Okay, we, we bring and we brought in a lot of NBA guys from the city of Chicago and inner city of Chicago that grew up here, went to uh, Chicago Public Schools, uh-huh. and, um, and just made it out, man. Just love the game. We eat, sleep, and drink basketball. We love to play basketball. It, it, when, when you talk to a Chicago person and they, um, um, when they talk to you with the passion that they do about the game of basketball, how they love to go play, Kobe said this, the great Kobe, he said, you know, when you tired and you still get up, we was never tired. We always wanted to get up and go play ball. So when, that, when if we was like at 7.30, if the game was going on at 7.30 a.m., we was there at 7, 6, 6.45, getting a stretch in, ready to play, ready to hoop at 7.30. So it's, it, for us, it's, 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 it's sports here in Chicago, um, um, music here in Chicago. It's crazy right um, now. Um, it's out of control, and we love it. House music, stepping music, blues music, jazz music. Um, Big um, taste, y'all oh, got good food too. Uh, we got great food. We got great food and best gospel. Oh wow! You know, so we go. We got a, a a wide range of various things in Chicago that people can do, and basketball was one of them. Oh gee, so like the resources that always come with All Star Weekend. You may see community events. You may see like endowments to different universities or programs. What would you like to see from the NBA or, you know, all these individuals coming, high net worth individuals coming into the city do for this weekend and going forward? Go to the city, go to the city, go to the west side, go to the south side, you know, refurbish um, centers, refurbish courts, refurbish um, little um, little centers where kids can go and have a safe haven to um, go for after school programs Saturday and Sunday go to um, uh, like uh, arts and craft, playing basketball, cause, um, and, and, and whatever they, you know, whatever they want to get into, but the, the, but the parents understanding that they somewhere safe. And when I was growing up, we used to have somebody meet us at this one center at 6 a.m. in the morning, like a day like today, when it's below zero, one degrees, meet us there and open up the gym for us, we, at six in the morning, it was like maybe about 15, 16 of us walking to the center Man. in the freezing cold. And we, we playing with our hats on and our gloves on and, 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 and sweat tops and everything. And as the gym is warming up, as you warming up, you peeling off layers and stuff <laughs> and playing and then the floor is don't slippery need that, and then no more, I don't, don't need that. that. Right, and you just playing, man. And, and that was, that's what it was all about. If we didn't have that guy, his name was Dexter, on the south side. If we didn't have that guy to open up that gym at 6 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday mornings at times, a lot of us wouldn't be where we at today. And we commend him whenever we saw him. He passed away uh, a couple of years ago. But when we, seen, when we saw him, we said, hey, thank you, man. We appreciate you. 
and we did because that saved a lot of us. Yeah, a lot of people appreciate you in the same sentiment when you're talking about you being that guy, the godfather of the crossover. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you come up with that pat pat? And who do you see out there right now with the same pat to their game? Right now, this, the, I'm going to answer the second question first. The, the person I see with the pat pat and, and, and the crossover is Kimball Walker. Man, <laughs> I love watching him play. Got it. Man, I was watching game against uh, against L.A. Clippers. When he took that guy, he crossed him over, and he stepped back. He touched the floor, and he stepped back. My man went way up there, and he hit that On three. On the dime. Oh, man, he got some change. Yeah. Man, and put it in his pocket. Man, I, man, I was like, woo. I love watching Kimball Walker play, man. He has a lot of stuff. He, he reminds me of me. Damn. That's that's how that's how that's he, high how, praise right there, yeah, man. Yeah, he reminds me of me, man, and I and I love how he just goes about his business, you know. And he and he, and he wants his team to excel, you know. He don't if you if you getting off, he like here, there you go. I'm keep feeding, I'm keep feeding. Yeah, it's your night, it's your night, and that's the way he is. He you know he's an old old soul, and but he but he got some he got a lot of funk in him. But you know I grew up where I used to watch Isaiah Thomas. You know, uh, one of your co-hosts yeah. that you you be with on uh, on um, uh, NBA TV, and um, I used to watch Isaiah Thomas, and I patterned my game after him. I started way back in high school, seventh grade. My See grammar school coach, he he went and showed me this guy, and he said, "Hey, take a look at number 11. So I took a look at number eleven, and uh, he's with St. Joseph High School. He was at the amphitheater, and um, I'm like. What what we got? He said, you play just like him. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I don't play like him. He said, you play just like him. I'm in seventh grade. He said, you handle the ball like him. You have the charisma like him. You got the confidence like him. You 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 give your teammates confidence to go out there. You can play. You play just like him. And so I kept watching him. And I was like, wow. So as my my years went on in high school. Here's went on in Indiana and in college. Here's went on in Detroit with the Pistons. You know, I just kept following him and kept watching him. And I used to just dribble the basketball all the time. Just dribble it down, down to, to the grocery store and get milk, bread. Back then, you had to have a note for cigarettes for your parents. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to go get cigarettes for my parents. The honor but system they, right yeah, there. Yeah, everybody used to be like, you know, they go that damn Tim bouncing that damn basketball up and down, up and down the um, the uh, the street. And I used to just be on the street, and I used to when we go to the parks, I used to dribble on the street or on the sidewalk, and you know I had to dribble, and I used to dribble between my legs for blocks. Every block I made a dribbling between my legs. When the car come past, I stop and I just go like this. To the cargo pass or to the other two cars, and I read, start dribbling, just like I'm walking. The, oh wow! Just like I'm walking the dog, but just walking. And I used to make dollars off every block. I every block I walk, every block I didn't walk, I get a dollar back. But every block I walk, I get the dollar. And um, so I used to shoot. We used to walk. You know, I used to make five dollars just going to the park. <laughs> <laughs> That's decent. And then we had a we had a game. You know, it was, it was almost like tag, but it wasn't tag. So it's like three people and two squares on the pavement, on the sidewalk, and uh, grass is out of bounds. So 
you had to learn how to fight this person off and get past this person between, between your legs, behind your back, however you want to do it, to get two spaces uh, in front. And then if you make it, then you got to come back between them guys and it's back and forth. And then if you go out of bounds, then they got to bring the ball and do the same thing. That's We just made games up. And that's how I you know, learned how to dribble really, really good. Man, you had to pat down to a T. I, I'm surprised you didn't mention this one guy because I feel like he has possibly the best handle in the game right now. And that's uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, I like Kyrie. Kyrie got a nice handle. I think that he plays around with the basketball too much. Yeah. You know, I think that he, uh, when he has his man, he doesn't capitalize on the, the move that he already made. Keep playing and, with him. and he just keep coming back to him and keep going. To me, we used to say that gets you tired. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that you exert a lot more energy because you, you want to shake and bake. But that's that New York. Yeah. You know, we saw with uh, Rod Strickland when he was at DePaul. We saw with uh, Bradshaw. Y'all know this guy named Bradshaw. Throwback. He was way back with DePaul. He played with, <laughs> with, with Terry Cummins and Mark McGuire at DePaul. This, y'all know. He had handles out of this world. But that's New York. You know, Kenny Anderson, Stephen Marbury, that's New York. Those guys have handles, and they always like to shake you and then make you come back and then shake you again because that's what they, they used to do. We was taught. We're going to shake you, and we're going to get to the hole, make a left hand, right hand, left. We're going to shake you, get open, shoot the jump shot, or whatever we're going to do. We're not going to exert that energy. So that's what we was taught. But that, that you know, I, I like Kyrie Irving, but I just think he plays the basketball just a little bit too yeah, much. Just tad too much. You know, Kemba, he's he, he going he gonna to play with it, but he's going to get to where he needs to get to. Yeah, and handle his business. Yeah, handle his business. You played with a, a dynamic duo, uh, Run TMC, and you guys. You cannot tell the story of basketball without mentioning you guys. So in that in that form right there, I say that's instantly Hall of Fame status. Because if you can't tell the story of basketball without mentioning individuals or a certain group or the dynamic duo, which you guys was one of the best ever. Thank you. Then that's Hall of Fame status. So one, talk about your experience, experience with those guys. And then also talk about why you haven't been selected as a Hall of Fame in your eyes and why you think not. Well, I, I tell you this, um, I'm glad you brought that up. They giving praise to Mike D'Antoni with small ball. You know, Houston Rockets have, they playing small ball, six, seven and below. All right. The first person that ever did it was Don Nelson. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, people, let's understand that. Give praise when praise is due. Don Nelson started small ball. We were starting 6'7 and below. Chris Mullen was 6'7. Tom Tobert was 6'7. All right. Mitch Richmond, 6'5. Mario Ellie, 6'5, and myself. <laughs> then we was bringing people off the bench, 6'5, 6'6, 6'7. So, yes, we started the small ball. Don Nelson did, not Mike D'Antoni. I'm, 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 you know, for what? the record. For the record. Okay. <laughs> Understand that for the record. Okay. So, um, um, getting off that. So, <laughs> yes, with Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond, it was, it was great. We, we, just, we just knew each other to a T. And everybody, um, we practiced all the time. We went out there and we practiced after practice to know what we liked and what we didn't like. I knew how to bounce the ball to them. I knew when they looking, you know, throw a past their ear for a layup. If you, you know, you, you face guarding them so they wouldn't come off the pick, the ball is going to come right past your ear for a layup. <laughs> Already. Already. 
you know. So we, we, had, we had little things with our eyes and little gestures with our body and our head to understand what we wanted to do, all right? We used to tell each other, hey, we're going to come off this pick this first time, and I'm going to shoot this jump on him. Next time, he's going to be heading out on the back door, all right? The third time, I'm going to curl because he's going to be coming out, and he's going to be trying to get to me for the jump shot, and I'm going to fake like, and then I'm going to curl him and curl right in that pocket. So we, we knew what to expect and because we practiced it all the time, and we, and we talked to each other all the time. I think the guys today don't talk to each other and don't um, make them understand what they're trying to do. You know, when you're talking about back door, you got to look at them. You know, look, look. Yeah. I'm going back door. So you come Go back ahead. door. So bounce pass would be yeah. right there. I, I don't think the communication. That synergy. That, that synergy and that communication. And, and, and they, don't, they don't practice these things like we practice them. And, um, and that's why I think that, that, that some of the things that they're doing is a lost art. You know, coming in, playing one-on-one coming in playing two on two, three on three, to understanding your teammates. That's what we used to do. We understood our teammates and we knew what we liked to do. And, but um, the reason why I'm not in the Hall of Fame, um, everybody knows that I made comments 2007 and um, they was the wrong comments. And um, I'm not scared to talk about it. Yeah. And- um, um, When did you apologize for those oh, comments? Oh man, I apologized for okay. those comments. I went back and did my homework on you know, uh, what I need to do and what I need to make and correct myself and make everything right. And, um, and I, you know, I help the LGBT. You know, I go in different um, places and, and I talk to people. You know, I talk to kids and I make sure that they understand that, you know, um, um, everything is all right. You know, be yourself. You can look yourself in the mirror. Don't let nobody bully you. Go tell, talk to somebody. Go tell somebody that you're being bullied. Go, go you know, um, if, if you feel like you want to harm yourself, go talk to somebody. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to come out. Don't be afraid to be yourself, you know, because that's the way you, 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 if that's what you want to be and that's who you want to be, we all support you. It's going to be, you know, it's just, just like racism. You know, it's going to always be racism. It's going to always be somebody, um, um, you know, don't, don't like us, you know, but we understand it. You know, everybody can't be loved in this, in this world. You know, everybody is not going to be loved in this world. But sticks and stones may break my bones and names will never hurt me. Real. You know, that's the way my, my mom and my dad taught me. You know, you got to be tough. But sometimes people need somebody to crutch on. And we, everybody need a crutch. You know, just, you know, I hate to say this, but when Kobe, what happened, it was tragedy. Everybody needed a crutch. Yep. I needed a crutch. My family needed the crutch. Me too. You know, I, I, everybody you heard needed the crutch. It hurt everybody. Yes. It hurt everybody. It still hurts to this day. You know. So, um, um, like I, like I tell the LGBT, hey, talk to somebody. Let your feelings out, but don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. That's real. You when know? you when you see a fellow Chicagoan and Dwayne Wade you know, represent and use his platform and, and coming out and being a spokesperson for his child. No, I'm happy for him. He was very happy for no, him. No, I'm right? very happy for him. I yeah. told his, his, his daughter, yeah. as, he, as he say now, his daughter, um, I, I told her when I first saw, saw her, I said, hey, we behind you 100%. Right. Live your life. You know, that was at his last game of his, um, with the Heat. 
I told him, live your life. You know, you you here for a purpose and, and live your life and we and we happy for you. And um, um and I and I and like we were just talking, we was talking off camera. I know why ESPN don't want to put me on. Yeah. You know, they 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 blackballing me for putting putting me on because of what I said. They supposed to be uh, forgive and forget, but they don't give and forgive and forget. They supposed to be the Disney Channel. You know, but they not forgive and forget. That's why they don't they don't call me to come on. How you not gonna call Tim Hardaway in the city of Chicago <laughs> and not have me on first tape? All right. It's your city, bro. It's my city. That's some BS. But I know why they don't not have me on. They say it's for different reasons. They lying. They lying. And I, and, and I tell them they on some BS. All right. But it's okay. It's okay. And they talking about the reason that's why the reason why I wasn't at the crossover. Because they saying that's mind blowing to me. Yeah, too. <laughs> it, they saying it was it was for some other reason, but it wasn't for no other reason. It's for what I said. But you want to talk about you want to forgive and you want to forget. And you are a a family channel, but you can't forgive me. You can't give me a second chance. That's what it's all about. But I mean, you're not hurting me, but you are hurting. You know, I'm in Chicago, and you get all these other Chicago greats. I'm not saying they're not supposed to be on. But I supposed to be on too. Hands down. Hands down, no question. Yeah. So when you talk about your legacy and you talk about your son being out there right now performing that amazing clip, how proud no are question. you as a father and just watching him on that platform? No, love it, love it, love it. You know, I just go down there and support him. Yeah. I I go I go down there, and I we only time we talk about basketball is when he wants to talk about basketball. Boom. But we talk about everything else. Talk about life. We talk about, you know, uh, girl, his girlfriend or his <laughs> girl or whatever. You know, we talk about cars. We talk about, you know, what he wants to do after basketball. We talk about um, just things that that means something to him. But when, it, but I know when something is is wrong with him. So I call him up and say, hey, "What's wrong? You know, what's going on? I, what, you know, what, what's happening? How can I help? How can I help?" He'll say uh, nothing, or he'll call, or he, or he, uh, I text him. He'll hit me back. Hey, dad, you know, blah blah blah, this and that, da da da. I'm like, okay, we talk about it. But in that, I don't talk about basketball. It's just about everyday life, and I love, I love what he's doing out there. And he's been healthy for the first time in three years. That's major. A lot of people don't know that he's been healthy for the first time in three years, and I know what he can do. He knows what he can do. It's just up to the coaches and the team to put them in those predicaments to, to help the team out and to make them excel. And that's what um, Rick Carlisle is doing now. And I see that the team is feeling confident, confident that he is the third scorer on that team. And um, he, he's doing work. Yeah, he's thriving in that position. Uh, Pat Riley, you talk about coaches and giving Love confidence. Him. Godfather of the game. Your biggest him. takeaway from Pat Riley? Biggest takeaway, preparedness preparedness in each and every way, on and off the court. Yeah. Um, um, you know, always, always knowing what is next. Yeah. You know, always ahead. Always thinking ahead, always knowing what's next, always out thinking your opponent or the businessman in front of you. And, and, and but, but preparedness. He's always prepared. For any situation. For any situation. For anything. He, 
if he's going to talk to you, he's going to talk to you and he's going to have his stuff outlined, what he wants to say and how he wants to deliver it to you. You know, you know yeah. that. You know. So he called you in, he got his blue sheet of paper, got his notes <laughs> right there, <laughs> folded, and he know it, 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 and it's a, it, and on that blue piece of paper, it's about what? Ten things on each side. So it's four sides to paper. So it's ten things on this side, ten and then you turn it over, it's ten things on that side and ten things on that. So he got whatever you about to say, he he kind of knows what, so he's ready for that. Yeah. So he's already all always prepared. That's what I love about it. And that's what he that's what uh has rubbed off on me. Ultimately, uh this last question I got for you. You sure? I when love talking to you. Talk yeah, come on, family, bro. But question. when you when you think about your legacy, what do you want to be remembered as? And for most? Man, I want to be remembered as a person that went out on a basketball court, gave his, his all each and every night, um, gave a show to the fans, made the fans enjoy coming to the game and um, giving back to my city of Chicago. You know, always coming back and, and, and talking to the kids and making them understand life is hard, but you can always get by if you take your time and don't rush anything and do stuff the right way and, and go to school and get your education. That, that, that's what I want my le legacy to be. I, I just, you know, um, helping out others, and, but, you know, re remembering me out there on the basketball court, just um, having fun, first of all, but, yeah. but um, um, you know, just giving people joy. I want to say, man, thanks for coming on the show. And you are one of the realest OGs ever in this game, and you are a Hall of Famer. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Special. Thank you.